Welcome, one and all, to Nothing Star Academy, the premier school for the violent wandering adventurer. Whether you're an eighth year super senior anxious to graduate and become the homicidal murder hobo you always knew you could be, or you're but a lowly serf, just weeks from getting unceremoniously hit by a pigeon at full speed that signifies you've been hand-selected to attend our prestigious academy, I welcome you back to Nothing Star. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> this is going to be a little bit of bonus content. Wow. Discussing the first season. Of I'm glad I stayed. You're and here. I'm glad I stayed yeah. and played Kingdom uh, Cookie Run on my uh, Cookie Run Kingdom. Yeah. Kingdom Cookie Run. <laughs> sponsor. <coughs> sponsor. Not sponsor. a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> not a, you could be. If you want to be a sponsor, 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 I guess is my point. You have the highest yield in the game right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty big. It's it's pretty pretty uh, okay, so here with me is Justin, who plays Xander, and one of the rats. I can't remember which one, honestly. I can never remember. Hey, hey, I don't remember you. either. So and no one remembers. They're both dirty, disgusting rats. Hey, watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> Adam, who plays... Adam fucking... Name the things that you play. Uh, Phineas Whistlepig, Oslo Santiago, Gax the Mad no, no, Scientist. And no, 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 no. you gotta say the name <laughs> yeah. as the character. Oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> uh, Phineas Whistlepig... Oslo Santiago, Gats the Mad Scientist. Uh, gonna be Bigington? Uh, wait, what was gonna be Bigington? Gonna be, gonna be Bigington. <laughs> gonna be Bigington. Uh, uh, the Rot Troll? The Rot Troll! Sneeze Exploder! Yeah, okay, we get it. Adam plays all the characters. You! Fuck you! There are definitely more. There, there's there's more I just did like in passing with you. Yeah. Elliot's here. He plays Ralph Thomas the Bridge the Troll. The world's flat. Just remember that, people. <laughs> <laughs> and JR, who plays Apto Flintclaw, as well as the King the of the Dust. King. Yeah, the Bunny King. <laughs> we all play trophies. We all play Still my favorite joke, I think, <laughs> yeah. of the year that was written in like a writing session with me, yeah. JR, you, Justin, and uh, and Mark, who, by the way, he, he we just recorded the season finale. We did not know what Xan the Beholder's voice was going to be. And out of fucking nowhere, Mark's voice for Xan the Beholder is, I think, going to be it, my favorite thing. It's the MVP. It's MVP. MVP. It's making fun of like just that whole genre. Yeah. <laughs> So what I wanted to ask you guys, now that the season is over, now that you've heard all of it. Green. Uh, yeah. You're wearing uh, green. I, I suppose what I wanted to ask was, what are your thoughts on the season, not only with your characters, but as a, as a whole? And uh, from your perspective, what would you like to see in the future? Like, are there things that you would think or would be interesting with this story to kind of dive into more? Well, wait, hold on a second while Elliot vapes a mad cloud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exhale your fat cloud. <laughs> Ralph the Bridge the Troll. Uh, I guess I'll go. Sure. Um, Since you're 90% so, of the characters. Oh, dude, you're Oslo. Uh, uh, I'll go. I'll go. Jeez. Uh, Oslo, I'll go. Jeez. Um, no, I... 
Ryan, you approached me last year, early last year, saying you're writing something, and I was intrigued, obviously intrigued by it. And then when we, what was it, September we rolled the first episode? Yeah, out? September 1st I when mean, the school went starts. It's like a bit we've been doing this pretty regularly and consistently. And you uh, learn as you go, right? And you um, work out the kinks. Obviously, we had some microphone issues with people. Yeah. We had, uh, you know, there was probably some things that... We lost an entire prophecy progress. Oh, yeah. Remember, we had to redo that. an entire prophecy progress because uh, I can't even remember why. But we had to. We had to, It was when we did multiple prophecy progresses. Yeah, yeah, because I don't. Uh, that's a little bit of inside baseball. But like when we do prophecy progresses and when we Shit, do yeah, Dragon, Dragon Ball Corners, Corner. we record like six or seven of them at any given time. And we lost a whole thing of prophecy progresses, which honestly I'm psyched about because the second time they came out better. We had like better ideas. Yeah, you're more comfortable. And that's what I was getting to. Like, you, you've. It, if you've done it once and it was kind of like you're getting a feel for it, learning the whole vibe of it, when you do it again, it's like when we used to record songs. Like, uh, you do it again the fifth, sixth, seventh time. It It is better. It's better every time. So as the season goes, you 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 hear the people settling into their character and you hear the editing getting better. Yeah. You hear the sound effects being more poignant and it just, it gets better. So for next season... Definitely record. I think there's going to be tighter restrictions on recording with microphones. We want to make sure that everyone has a good mic. Everything is edited good and there's no peaking and no one's like totally out of totally different than everyone else. You have to remember Spencer is built different. So it might not yeah. go as well next time. The, uh, he's built so different. He just left. He's right? gone. <laughs> he's, he's gone. He's out of here. I would say like. It is the the hardest part of of doing this, but it's also the part that I like the most is uh, having it not be a vacuum with me by myself in a room. Like I'm, I wrote the season, but the best parts of it by far are the ones where we're all sitting around on a table and coming up with stuff and throwing lines. And almost all of A Day with Grigory Brintz was written by me, Justin, JR, and Mark just sitting there and writing it. Uh, and the, the best parts are where, uh, like we just said, Mark with the uh, Zan voice that he just came up with and stuff like that. And and Spencer having ideas for like what the dragon should sound like. And uh, little one-liners too. Or like yeah. Put a one-liner in and has everyone laughing. Like that Chad line he did. Twister. I'm cool now. I'm cool now. <laughs> that, that's such a great line. That whole sequence where he, because like I, you guys have had D and D with him for so long now, so that wasn't that was like my first interaction where he was like fantasy role playing. <laughs> yeah, and like I remember just sitting directly here. He was right across from me, and him just going, "Well, I've changed," and I was just like. Oh my god, oh, I'm, I'm, this is insane. I will say, I think the basis of that is the first episode. The first episode where we were recording, me and just me and Adam, and Adam did so well, I was like, fuck, mm. I really gotta be better at this. <laughs> and it, I think it made everybody try to, they figured out like, oh, if I do, it. yeah, if I do a good job, it's gonna stand out like a lot. Right. Uh, Apto, you... And, and not Apto, but JR. <laughs> no, that's a compliment. That's a compliment. Well, that's what I was going to say is kind of to Adam's point, like this is really outside of my norm. I've never done anything like this. So I remember the first day we were going to record um, like eight different Dragon Ball episodes, or that was at least what we said we were going to do. I think we did two. Yeah. Um, I was like nervous as hell. I had no clue. I'm like, 
am I going to be my voice? Am I going to actually do a voice? I've never done a voice. I can't do voices. Like I, I was going to say, your regular voice is Aptos, just quieter. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah right. we did literally make fun of you when you started yeah. doing the, uh, the, Dust the, the Dust Bunny King. Yeah, we're like, that's just Aptos. Apto. Um, exactly. And I, I bring one voice to the table and can kind of pitch it. Um, and then Ryan does the rest. But, but what, uh, what you did, which was really interesting, is from the first episode, you came out of the gates at like a thousand percent and you remained a thousand percent the whole time. Well, that's you what I loved about Abdo is like, and you saw this in the big recording days too, which I loved because it kind of made you closer to the character. Cause in the beginning it was COVID. So we were very much recording yeah. separately. Um, I, I became Abdo like, I definitely like can go to Apto in a heartbeat now. Like I think is Apto sometimes. So I'm like at home and like see things. Like Apto became a I'm part of it. Doing the dishes. Yeah, and it's you can improv as Apto and I can now. improv as Apto now. Like and I think when we did the big group recordings is when we kind of all saw each other do that and kind of got more inspired to like free ourselves and get into character more. Like watching Adam one of the first days do one of his fifty voices and just like. So fluidly jump between them, and then Ryan's an asshole, so he'll write the lines of ten characters you do in order. So you just have to keep switching, like you're yeah, a psycho. you're fucking telling me, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Having so, Geo and Zo go and, from and Spencer watching, to- watching that like inspires you to do more, and then now you're in, and now you're vetted in everyone else's character. Right. So like, it's fun to come up with a line of like, no, Phineas would say it like this. Like, yeah, Phineas would say it like that, and then Adam does it, and you die laughing because it's the funniest thing you heard all day. And so. it changes the story. Like yeah. one of the largest Panthers yeah. was our first recording. I just happened to throw a Z on it, and Ryan got stuck with it. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how every time we say, it. and that's how it is. But one of the biggest story changes came from a Spencer and Justin improv during. Uh, Whistle Pigs 11, when you guys decided that when you were high, you were friends. And (laughs) then when you weren't anymore, then you you were no longer friends. But like, uh, literally, Chad said in that moment, he was like, now throw out three years of scripts. And I was like, no, that's, that's the best stuff, where it is not what I wrote. That's the best shit. Well, it even worked itself into the fight with the dad anyways because mm-hmm. without that portion of it spencer would have just been bad spencer would have just hated 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 but it it kind of like worked itself into us having like a moment of friendship and brotherhood to it being like hey let's figure this shit out dad's a fucking asshole we have to save this now where we both kind of collectively made a decision without even talking and spencer improv the line in whistle 11 where he was just like yeah like he is an asshole but like power though. right <laughs> and i was like that is it's such a succinct version of the truth right and also the fact that you are like pretty much how you record Spencer Xander is you guys right. in real life. They are brothers for real, <laughs> yeah. which is helpful. I got a question for the group. So, cause I have my own answer for it. So obviously I'll go last. Yeah. Uh, what's your biggest regret looking back at this last season? What's your what? one, your one regret of like, I wish I really never did that. Like I'll give you mine inspire. I got real loud, real quick at Apto. And my throat hurts real bad today. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. And I can't not scream as Apto. And it, yeah, I wish he was soft-spoken. We did one episode specifically. Oh, that's my favorite episode. When he was depressed. Yeah, depressed Because Apto. we were like, we got to oh, do yeah. one more. We got to give JR a break. Well, because yeah. I think we recorded something. We, oh, we were recording the, the Dragon Ball like championship uh, playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you were like, we're going to be screaming a lot at the end of this, so save your voice. I was like, good. I had a good idea to be depressed in one of these. Yes. Thank God. So go. Let's hear your regrets. Ryan, I know you have some. Elliot, what's your regret as Ralph Thomas the Bridge the Troll? 
Yeah, I mean, your 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 perspective is an interesting one because you are a very much like side character, one that has a lot of background that hasn't been discussed at all. But like your character also is a refugee. Your most of your friends, uh, friends and family are dead, and they died ten years ago. Phineas Whistlepig saved you, and now you just kind of sit by yourself on a bridge. That's all news to me. Sure, um, <laughs> real character study here. Um, what it really boils down to for me was one day you, Ryan, just said, hey, um, I'm writing a thing, a podcast. It's it's a big story-driven kind of deal, and you're playing a character. You're, you're a troll. You're a troll, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, le- um, sure, so I So your guess. biggest regret is doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being here at all. No, I changed no. mine. That's my biggest regret. No, I, I changed mine. That's my biggest regret. I mean, I'm happy you really went before re- me because, yeah, yeah, ditto. For sure. Yeah, ditch, dude. No, I, I don't regret being here. I maybe regret staying for as long as I have only because I usually have like one or two lines per per <laughs> episode. Um Ralph but will get his own episode of it. It has to happen. But but I mean the you know the fact remains that you know I'm still hanging out with friends, so it's it's a good time for me in general. I get to experience all of this firsthand rather than just listening to it like everybody else. Um, Sorry, yeah, but uh, no, I I I can't really think of uh, a major regret other than maybe if uh, if I had to choose a regret if you want to call it that, would be uh, I, I probably should have created more of a character backstory in my head and maybe did a different voice other than just my normal voice. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, you. Well, I mean, because like when we first started, you had said, I f- I f- what did you say? Like you wanted him to almost have like a Sam Elliott type tone, mm. just kind of like deep and mellow. And then I like I said the first line kind of deep and then I just went to my normal voice and I got a little bit happier. And then I was like, the world is fucking flat. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I'm just a little confused that the biggest regret wouldn't be having to like say the earth is flat a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Being a terrible, terrible conspiracy you pretty, theorist. You seem pretty natural when you say that. I mean, so. I like I like satire, so it's it, it kind of... And being of, a conspiracy theorist, the, the reason he is is because so much of the world can't make sense to him anymore and because he's been through so much trauma that he's like covering it up with if the world is fake bullshit then that's easier to take than all of the awful fucking shit that's happening and i can relate (laughs) (laughs) my regret is my real life the world the world is a big fucking place and it's hard to wrap your mind around it not don't even get me started on the universe like i I would like like to get you started on the universe (laughs) i guess no, Just, he's on the fucking dust again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to to go off of you, Elliot, with your voice, that would probably be my only regret. And I wouldn't even consider it a regret. It's just a change that I I had an intention for it to Phineas to sound a specific way. And it was kind of like a, a Catherine Hepburn on Golden Pond. And like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, no, no, no. But like, like, like she kind of talks like this a little bit. So I kind of wanted to be like this a little bit, a little shaky, you know? And But it didn't. It I didn't. It felt wrong. It, like because when I read and kept reading, uh, kept kept reading, kept reading the script, he was like kind of cool and trying to be cool. So I like hmm, and more a little bit more stoic than like a shaky old gnome. Yeah, but I remember recording it and I was like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like 
Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you have so many voices that there were a lot of times where we had to be, and this happened with Spencer just now uh, recording the finale, where he was going between Spencer and, uh, and one of the rats, and we were like, you're just being Italian as Spencer, you can't. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. like 100% the only regret that I really have is, at first, the regret was being sort of myself as the character, but that worked with Spencer also doing the same thing, because then it was yeah. establishing, okay, they sound identical they're brothers so it ah, makes sense yeah. you know who they're hearing and i remember being like damn i probably should have done a voice and then basically it was like all right lorenzo and then this and then the for the finale episode that's my regret is allowing you to make spencer and i the narrators but also <laughs> narrate our own characters <laughs> yeah because it would literally be going from like yeah we gotta go do this fucking thing and then it would be like this and then i have to come back down and be like this and be like okay spence we gotta figure this out a side effect of uh it being a podcast and not a visual medium is that you have to have some sort of narration or nothing makes sense and sometimes you just have to say what's happening which uh is a bit that is uh, a bit regrettable i have my list of regrets is so goddamn long it's not even was funny. it choosing all your friends to do a podcast no, <laughs> that's the best part. That's that. we're free that's the yeah, best part by far yeah i pay you nothing um no so that's the pizza, best part we finally got pizza you did get pizza today that's, that's the best part by far when i get to step out of a little room when i'm doing this by myself because i mean i think i have 200 plus hours just from last February coming up with the idea to like right now of recording, editing, and writing. My biggest regret mostly is the the format of the show because I have two weeks to do every one of them. And there were points in the year where I had a backlog. But at some point I lost track of that. Uh, and and also like there's an entire episode that got cut because Whistle Pigs 11 used, was supposed to be one part, but it turned out to be two hours because we had fun sitting here in a room. So it became two episodes. There's an entire episode that's cut. There's an entire Dragon Ball corner that didn't get used because it just didn't fit anymore. Uh, and I, ch- I had chose the depressed one over the other one. And uh, it, it, this is like a thing that DMs for D&D games talk about all the time where you write so much and you do so much like work up front that has to just get thrown out the window a lot of the time because it just no longer makes any sense. So the amount of stuff on the cutting room floor and also the amount of time that every single one of these episodes is the first draft. I didn't have time. I had to write it Monday, Tuesday, record Wednesday, uh, and if I had somebody that week, find a time for them to sit down and record their parts. And then I edited for an entire week before that. And there were so many episodes that go up at 5 a.m. on the 1st and the 15th that were done at 4 a.m. Surprise, we have real jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, like, that's the part where, like, I always look forward to these ones. The finale, Whistle Pigs 11, Day with Gregory Brintz, the f- season opener, to pull the curtain back a little bit on season two is one of these two it's a uh it's gonna be a jailbreak episode and uh, where two jailbreaks are happening simultaneously to each other but the reason i want to do that is because it's way more fun to sit around with your friends and it's the same thing i did in my 20s when we made uh river manor the web series which like please go look back at that the only reason i wanted to do that other than the need to be uh like the ego of it like i think i can do this validated right Right. and and to be seen it's a little easier to record just the sound which we did a horrible job then 
but figured we could do better <laughs> yeah. jobs Different now with video. and not have to do the video. <laughs> yeah. Though it'd be cool for an animator to find this and be like, yo, that would be this sick. would be a great animation. Yeah. That'll go into my question for the group. What are you looking forward to the most in season two and beyond? I'll start. <laughs> uh, a, the threads of stories that are now kind of spewed out into this world. We wrapped up one of them, quote unquote, in season one, but there are a bunch more stories and having them kind of make their way through season two uh, in a cohesive package. And just if there's animators, please, God, this would be such a good animated series. I want to yeah. see Ralph the Troll on a t-shirt. That's all I want. <laughs> Excuse me, Ralph the Bridge. I'm sorry, Ralph the Thomas troll. the Bridge. Which is an improv, improv by you. you. Oh, God, beautiful. I don't know. I, honestly, I just like... The, the middle name Thomas just kind of It's came my middle name. I, that's exactly what it was. I looked at you and I was like, Ralph Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> I was like, I don't fucking know. That's cute. You know his middle name. Yeah. Your, your initials are R-T-T-B-T-T. R-T-T-B-T-T. So that's a fun fact for you listeners out there. Yeah. Yeah. little tidbit for you. Future, huh? Season two. Season two. By the way, this, in my head, it's four seasons long. Currently, dear Lord, good God, we gotta oh get some lozenges. Seriously, yeah, right? <laughs> everybody invest in halls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think partnering with someone who would be willing to bring it to another medium would be really cool. Obviously, I mean, it's small. You first, know? people have to listen to it, right? Exactly, yeah, got to get the, get that out there. But like, it would be cool to see that a visual version of this or you know it being uh, posted and shared on social media even in a, a small degree would be very cool to see that i'm looking forward to definitely i don't i would be cool with the other stuff and obviously i'd love to see somebody animate it but i uh, i like that we're out of or coming out of a pandemic and we can do more of these like this would these are my favorite episodes are when we were at the group and so I'm excited to kind of get those because that allows us to get more backstory stuff. Like there's a lot of kind of universe that you could explore now with this. You know, yeah, you have four stories of plot line written uh, for a season, but that could be 10 seasons of, you know, once uh, you add that backstory in there. And I think that's kind of exciting and fun to think how one new characters could develop that maybe I can actually get a different voice. Sure. Um, and kind of, <laughs> you know evolve for myself in that regard but like have the, the interactions like you have xander and spencer now like that's a whole new interaction that we get to explore and then now what interactions come from that like does spencer have a, a weird relationship with somebody that they would never have have even known in the universe but because now they're buddy buddy with you you know now there's like a, a funny little like you know cop drama almost right. like in the making the whole, i like, think of like things story. like that you know there's so much there's 20 schools like uh, we have such a like it, it, this entire season is such a minuscule part of a world that's gigantic. So yeah, the second season through the fourth or whatever it end up becoming, my biggest thing I look forward to is just expanding the world, finding out what is happening outside the walls of Nothing Star, and you know it's set up purposely like Harry Potter is, where these D and D characters are in a world with real human beings who are going about their lives not understanding or knowing what's happening uh, in this other, like, veil uh, that they can't see behind sometimes. Uh, so, yeah, like, 
I think I, I asked Chad this question and he was like, I want to know, like from a human's perspective, when uh, an orc destroys the the bar in a local place uh, and then an elf containment team comes up and wipes their fucking minds. Like, <laughs> what is that like from their perspective? And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know yet. That's feel, a perfect I episode. Like it's a lot like yeah. Black, yeah. It's just people are just like so stunned. And then just elves with suits and glasses come in with a little little, little laser yeah, thing. Business, oh, yeah. business Apto shows up. Business Apto. <laughs> business Apto. Apto. With his new, new robot, robot legs. Men in Apto. Yeah. <laughs> Apto, Apto in black. In black. <laughs> <laughs> in black. But I do agree. An elf containment uh, episode does have to happen for sure. Where Are they're we talking ELFS? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. A little, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I take it straight from the Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, there's an Most entire. Of this is from the Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, Tim Allen. So is... rewatch that, guys. You'll he's see a the silent connection. writer. He's a silent writer. And no, di- he's not. Disney. <laughs> the actual Wait, noise this of is the specifically what, like, for you, mind. Disney. Don't don't sue us. Yeah, yeah. Don't for do that. for saying please. Uh, basically, he walks out, and the like mind wiping sound is just. <laughs> 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 Timothy Allen is there now. <laughs> I'm excited to play this in a real D&D game. Yes. Like, it's either yeah. run into our characters and have to, like, interact with them from our D&D. That, that would be kind of a cool twist. There's going to – I think there should be more of that where uh, it, it's a D&D game but set in this world. We're going to be doing two one-shots this season I be- or this summer uh, based in the Nothing Star world. Uh, to get some like background, you'll you'll figure out how Phineas got to where he is. The weird stuff with Togo will get a bit more light shined on it. The Thunder Snake stuff will get a bit more shined on it, um, and it will expand. And the cool thing about doing it in a D and D setting is that that's not written. The infrastructure of a D and D game is written, but the players in the game have a lot of agency, and what they say and how they affect the world is up to them, which is really something I want to have happen more often in seasons two and beyond is I want things that people who aren't me say, create and come up with to drastically affect the world. And then I have to mold uh, the world to whatever someone else who's not me says, who's your favorite character on the show and why? Absolutely, no questions asked, Phineas. <laughs> yeah, like with, it's it's and yeah. it's not even close. The no Phineas offense. Flick really ki- like makes me giggle. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, no, no shit. Already, <laughs> yeah, hardcore giggled when <laughs> Ruin a few takes. Um, just because the visual is usually doing it in a room, so like Ryan is literally like flicking a microphone, <laughs> yep. Adam flicking a microphone, <laughs> and that like then that's a good visual for me. I I I came to really like Chad's character Twister, mm-hmm. and just because. Uh, he he hadn't recorded anything. Well, no, he did. Um, what was the other one he did? Onyx. He Onyx. did one like brief part as Onyx before Twister, but he came out of the gate with Twister here, and it was so good. It's that kind of stuff where like someone just murders it. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I need to use Twister more. Yes. Yeah. You even said that. Well, even I, Jared I did that one. with um. Yeah, Judas. Judas. With Judas. Yeah. Like when when we all got to watch him do Judas. Mm. Like I, I know Jared a little bit, but like. I was blo- I never knew I never knew that side of people. I think the first time I saw you and heard you, I was like, "Hun, do you hear?" I went home to my wife. I was like, "Hun, do you hear Adam?" Like she's known Adam her, her whole life, and like just shocked, just yeah. absolute shocks. So, there was a lot of people that were like that. Definitely, yeah. Jarrett. Jarrett specifically with Judas is probably I would say it's equivalent to Adam with Phineas is 
when I think of the character and on like a, like yes. with text, yes, and I go, what does that character look like? What is that character's mannerisms? Judas and Phineas are like spot on yeah. the exact voices. I would until Mark tonight. Oh, with. that's true. That's true. That's true. I like to see. I like Mark. Mark as Gregory. Gregory. I think his Gregory his is, accent is, is good. He's Gregory's can hit it most of the time. He improved so much. I know of a day with Gregory Brown. Yes, yeah. that too. He was really good. At it. He's uh, always been good at that too. Though, like that's yeah. like. I can't do that. I need a script in front of me. I can't do that. I need a script Same. in front of me to not follow, but I need it as <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, like when with my scene today, when I was introducing myself to the fight, I literally couldn't think of anything because it just says Ralph enters the fight, and I'm like, what does he fucking say? I don't what. <laughs> but yeah, with Mark and Gregory, it just not only that. When I think of Mark's actual inner personality, <laughs> it's Gregory. It's fucking Gregory. <laughs> yeah, it's his inner like, dialogue. Yeah, Absolutely just like is. in his head, like his just his like just grumpy old Scotsman voice. Like that's that's what I picture Mark. And as. every single human interaction he has, he sees as quarter. My favorite character is Oslo Santiago. And it's Jeez. because I, I like it he's over the top. He's like over the top. Yes, like very he's, a, intentional. he's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. He's an Anto- uh, Antonio Banderas. For Dude, cartoons. it's Antonio Banderas meets Johnny Bravo, like hundred yes. percent. Yeah, when I jump That's out of it. when I jump out of the toe, Jace, the- <laughs> <laughs> like you exactly. Know. I I just yes, I I always knew that there would be a character like that and the opportunity to now make him and uh nistion in season two like they are set up in the post credit scene to be the new antagonists uh and that is i mean i i i dove into nistion a little bit uh at the end of the season with like flashbacks which i really enjoyed doing but you know it's crazy like i think about the first episode so much And, like, before I even wrote the Phineas part, I was just in my office doing me talking to me as Vayamus the Bastard (laughs) and thinking, like, what is Vayamus's deal? Like, I I didn't know. So much of the backstory I did not know until the very moment that it became – had to become something. Like, I was – like, it doesn't make sense for – me to know nothing about what the fuck happened before this with with Vayamus. And then there's an episode called um, uh, The jo- the Evils of Painting with Blep or something like that, where it's v- uh, Blep, who is also me, and uh, Vayamus. That's a stretch character for you. Though. It's not. Yeah, it says one fucking word. But Vayamus is uh, describing his backstory. And like, you, if anyone saw me, recording that episode in my office at like 7 p.m crying my fucking eyes out because i got into the monologue of how vayamus has lost his father and how he uh and how his father his brother abandoned him and and i did the whole monologue and i was like what the fuck is happening with me right now like (laughs) Spoiler alert, Ryan is very emotional. Yeah, so I guess. He's crying right now. I'm so sad. But all that tofu. (laughs) Yeah, oh my God. You called me tofu today. Like, that's the shit that I love so much. When when you're actively just changing things, and then you're just like, okay, well, adapt to that change, because that change is much better than it was. Tuna, uh, tuba, tofu. Which, again, was a... Changing the changing the names of Toga was a Spencer and Justin improv from the Giant Rats episode. Oh, whatever you say, Tuba. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because in that same episode, 
you, Justin, and Adam play the nurses. Oh, he, oh, the nurse. Yeah. Pondra. Pondra and Lerald. Yeah. And they were like that one off, but yeah, I wanted yeah, to yeah. jump into what the nurses did because I talked about the nurses like every other episode right, right, right. about how they're just turning uh, characters into monsters for what for fun, for ha- <laughs> just having a good old fucking fashion time. But like, you know, there are characters in the first season that got left by the wayside. Like, there's a whole intro Let's with... Let's hear some. Yeah, I want to hear some characters. This the, is an audition for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> no, Adam, you're out. Yeah, you, you don't get a fucking chance. Not Bye. Taking all the voices. Well, the, the first one had a, a actual part. I mean, there's a time where I go accidentally to the 83rd floor. That happened in an intro one time. And then... That's a good shaky voice for you, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> so you well, you said, said I'm just out of it. I'm out of the game. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm out of the game. I never got to say I'm out of the game in that episode. I'm so upset. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Whistlepigs 11. I wrote what Whistlepigs 11 became years and years ago. I wrote a... Because uh, I love heist movies. And I wanted to write a heist movie parody where everyone just says they're out of the game. And then I just completely adapted it to this. That happened a lot this season where I I just took things I wrote in the past that would never have seen the light of day and just applied them to something that I knew would would be out in the world. Also, Whistlepigs 11 part one fucking tight. Yeah. Yeah. That is like one of the tightest episodes that we did. It fl- it is a perfect. Le- it's like a great length. It's it's seamless. It seems it it flows. So I've listened to that episode yeah. probably the most out of any of them, um, because it you can truly hear the story being told, and then you get to the end and you know cliffhanger. It's pacing. I think the the, good, the out of any of the episodes that has the clearest objective, the clearest characters that are being heard. And more specifically, it's just one direction. They are constantly moving towards doing something mm-hmm. that is concluded and yeah, we're moving on. Absolutely. So. I think Gregory Day is like that too. Gregory Day, yeah. True. Gregory Day is good, yep. My favorite part of Whistlepigs 11 was a Justin change. It was the intro where you told me to change all the timing of uh, yep. Steel, blah, 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 the Nothing Star, and and that was different. Uh, that uh, which that's also really cool. Like when people take time to help me to listen to things because I do a lot of drafts that, especially for the bigger episodes, that I send out and then I get notes on. And uh, people are doing that for free. Like uh, so, I don't. Uh, it's fun, Ryan. We love to critique you. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Sure. Thank you very much. Bring your shortcomings up. Oh, shucks. Yeah, that's my favorite. You don't even have to pay me for the that. The first half of my notes are what's wrong with Ryan's life this week. Yeah. And then it's notes about the episode. See, my thing is I like to just go in and put commas and periods where they are. Yeah. Just so he knows how grammatically To fix my grammar. <laughs> in red. <laughs> I uh, My favorite episode is actually, I mean, other than Whistlepigs 11, all the, the ones that aren't us sitting around a table. Those are obviously my favorite ones. Uh, but other than that, my actual favorite one is, and the one I've listened to the most is uh, Spencer's episode. Yeah. Because, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. because he, I wrote him, there are like three pages of monologue in that thing. And it took us two hours, but he murdered it. I did not, I truly didn't know if he could do it. He didn't know if he could do it. And he surprised himself over and over again, being able to just rip these Taylor Swift-based monologues. <laughs> <laughs> well, he studies a lot on that. Book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. But those that that one is so good. I uh, uh, you know what's interesting? There are episodes. There are eighteen in the season. There are episodes that get like completely left by the wayside in my mind. And by the way, I like them. They're good episodes. Sure. But like. 
um, Gilcrest episode and Dr. Jonathan Scheitlieb's episode, things like that. Like, yeah. I don't think about them almost ever, but I do go back and listen to them and really enjoy them very much. It's hard for me to remember because I usually just fast forward to my part. And yeah. It all. <laughs> but you hit on a Talk kind about of a, ego. Yeah. You hit on a kind of a funny truth. Like, you said, like, we do all this for free. There's obviously a sick reason why we do it. Like, it's not just because we're good friends, because we're not. <laughs> like, we're just, and, and, you know, so, like, we are doing it for fun. But I think, like you said, Spencer didn't know he could do that. Half the things we do, I don't think we realize. Or when, we, when you say we're going to do this, I don't think I can do that. I don't have that in me. And then all of a sudden you do. Mm. Um, that's kind of like a fun, weird, addictive part of this, which is, I think, why we all keep coming back every time you write something else for us to do yeah i do have this fake confidence like this overarching weirdly not not real until it's real confidence that everything i ask anyone to do they can probably do yeah and so Um, far we kind of have oh for for sure sure. i want to bring up one more thing and then i'll I'll let everybody go my favorite (laughs) um and that i want to point out is all of the prophecy progresses that justin and i do i made a i made a editorial decision very early on where those are all improv there is a it's the only part of the show that's 100% improv you have a general structure if you heard the raw file it's just Justin and I talking about what's about to happen next and then I leave all the laughs in that is something I had to decide like really early on because I was like the only part of the show that ever breaks the fourth wall is when he does a fucking choo-choo noise on a train and I just die laughing. But I, I like that moment in time where it pulls you out of a story and be like, no, it's just two dudes Recording sitting in a room. Making some shit up about the Yankee Candle train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan's genuinely mad about that. I, don't I love that otherwise. fucking train. And then and that we hit that one so hard that I was like, I'm going to bring that back in the finale. I'm going to have them say so much of the finale. I didn't write the finale until last week. I Because I wanted things that you guys decided to do in the past to change the end for the better. Better than I would have ever come up with. So, yeah. Uh, Nothing Star Academy. Go listen to all of it right now. Also, uh, there will be one shots this summer. Also, uh, check out the old River Manor stuff. Yeah, it was fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I re- we rewatched those recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah Justin and great. G standing in the back. G with a helmet on, watching fireworks in the sky. Mark said he rewatched Buried the other day, and he had a good kick out of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Self yeah. in a trunk. Yeah, I was gonna say Elliot in a trunk, locked. That's exactly where we want him. <laughs> were you singing? What's were you singing a song or something like that? Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> I still to this day always go, my eye, my eye, my eye. <laughs> yeah. So we will be back September 1st, September 1st, season two, episode one. Dear Lord, mark your calendars. Yeah. Get prepared. Okay. That is the end! <laughs>